Assimilate This, a podcast for players and fans of the Star Trek CCG. And now, here's your host, Daniel Madison. Hello and welcome to Assimilate This, episode 10. I'm your host, Daniel Madison, and today we are doing a, another one of our world-famous roundtables. Uh, we are previewing... Gen Con 2013, also home of the North American Continental Championships for Trek in all of its formats. Uh, today with me, I have Michael Van Bremen. Hello, Michael. Hello. Michael is a former 1E world champion and was my most recent guest. And I've also got uh, Corbin Johnson. Hey there, Daniel. And Corbin, of course, is the host of the Star Trek CCG Game Show, uh, a 1E designer, and been to Gen Con a couple of times. This is true. So, you, you, so you've got the credentials. Uh, but not going this year. Unfortunately, no. Duty calls. A yes. House duty. Something. That was terrible. <laughs> I'm trying to buy a house, so no, no Gen Con for me this year. Which is totally understandable. And by the way, congratulations on the thank engagement. Thank you. Um, thank you very much. Very <laughs> exciting. That's all. No, that's awesome. Yeah. So Probably going out nine and a half years, so it's about the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So uh, Gen Con is next week. Uh, I am flying out of here on Wednesday, uh, and. Uh, Michael is going. Yep, we are driving that lovely distance. Wonderful. How far is that for you? How far is it? What? Eight, six and a half, seven hours, depending upon stops and stuff. That's not too bad. Comparatively, it'd be a lot longer for me. Yeah, it's an improvement over before, which I would fly from Portland to Atlanta and Atlanta to Indianapolis. That's an improvement. (laughs) Portland to Atlanta? Yeah, yeah. I'm usually that's where I, most of my frequent fire miles were through Delta, so Portland to Atlanta overnight. Um, usually about ten o'clock to six a.m. and six a.m. to about eleven a.m. to get into Indianapolis. Um, yeah, that's my typical. That's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but you can sleep on the plane because it's a long enough flight to go from Portland to Atlanta. It's overnight, so you don't have to figure out, oh, where I'm going to stay Tuesday night in order to fly out to get to to Gen Con. At, on Wednesday, it works well, and that's usually cheap. That's true. Um, well, my flight is only going to be two hours. However, I will also I, I will be coming in on no sleep because I'm working overnight uh, until seven a.m. and then going to the airport and leaving the airport at two. So, yeah, I'll be up all day. I'll be I'll be crashing Wednesday night. Good idea. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, eye masks on a plane and earbuds, earplugs or buds work wonders for trying to get a quick nap on a flight. Oh, definitely. You said your flight's only two hours? Yeah, mine's only two hours. Uh, two hours and 13 minutes. It's not bad at all. No. No, no. And I found out uh, another of our local players is uh, actually on my flight. Oh, good. So, oh, yeah, that that settles the whole. Is somebody going to be landing around the same time so we can share a cab? Discussion. Yep. So, how many people from your group are attending? Um, from my locals, just me. Uh, I know that Sean O'Reilly is going out of Tampa, uh, and uh, Jeffrey Peterson and Eric Robinette are going from Orlando, and. Uh, TK is registered, but I don't know for sure that he's going. He, he said he put his name in to scare some people, so I don't know if he's actually going to make the trip. <laughs> wow. Hmm. Now, would someone really pre-register for things just so their opponents would tech for that individual? Uh, seems um, like a great length to go to. He has faced that in Orlando where some people will actually build to tech against him in Orlando, but I don't think that's going to be, I don't think that's something that he's going to, he's going to encounter uh, 
on a regional level or you know a Gen Con level. This I would hope not. Days. Wow. Okay. So anyway, um, <laughs> sorry. There, there. Um, we're yeah. In chat, they're looking for the link, and I haven't been able to find it. <laughs> um. So uh, we talked. I talked to Michael uh, at length about TUI, uh, at TUI Continentals, and what that was going to be like um, in the last episode. We didn't really talk about one at all. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to go to Corbin first because I haven't talked to him in a while. What do you think is, uh, is running the table right now as far as one And can anybody stop Ken? Can anyone stop Ken? Well, he's pre-regged and he's got the highest rating in the world. So can anyone stop him? The beer meister can stop him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm looking at the pre-reg right now, the pre-reg list. And, uh, wow, that's really loud and annoying. I apologize. The, uh, yeah, uh, wow. So, I, looking at this field, it's really anyone's game if Ken gets sick. So, uh, so uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe someone can bring something. You know, in one e, uh, there's this myth, this legend that there's always these decks floating around that no one really knows. You know, if if no one's played it, so so in theory, it could break everything. And you know, um, when I attended in 2011, there was a. Uh, who hmm, was it? Uh, Regina Bartholomew. There's a Regina Bartholomew deck, and we were all scared of it. So we all threw in some stupid holographic anti-tech uh, in the hopes that that wouldn't show up or would show up or whatever. It didn't show up eventually, but you know, uh, well, what won 2011? Uh, Mon deck, right? So no one expected that, and yeah. it kind of came out of nowhere. What I don't know what won 2012, but you know, I guess, well, that was that was Worlds 2011. So it's if if you've found the jank, the the game is yours. And if you come with the best deck out there, which is probably Herogen right now, uh, maybe maybe I don't know. It's not Ferengi anymore because of the Errata. You don't think it's still? I don't I think, think Ferengi's so. still good. Yeah. You don't think so? Yeah, it, it got nerfed. I, I just don't. I haven't. I don't have the personal experience to say whether or not it's good or not. But I, you know, there are that or Herogen is really where I think the money's at right now. So, I think they're still good. I just don't think they're still the best. Yeah, Ferengi speed, right? That's that's the idea now. Yeah, you kind of have to spell, or especially with Umox, uh, say, oh, um, turn two, I'm going to have play Umox to make everyone's cool, then turn three, just slam a whole bunch of people and say, hey, I'm going to get past all these skill dilemmas, all these uh, attribute dilemmas, and have fun trying to stop me. Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's what that's what does it now for Ferengi is they got they've shifted their focus from battle to solving. Okay. So there it is. You did Empire yeah. Nor anymore, so there's that. Well, you got to tech against I guess you it. you could, but only once. Or, yeah, you either tech against it or you bring some other kind of really janky jank. Yeah. Um, looking at uh, regional results, um, there's still a lot of continuing mission decks up there, but they're all over the place as far as affiliation. Klingons can get there. Romulans can get there. Um, Matt, I'm not actually looking at it right now, but <laughs> I had the gen page open. I think but, that's actually uh, a good thing. I mean, you wouldn't want to have. Oh, well, I'm gonna if I go to play in one e continentals, I expect to see, you know, three affiliations, and that would be it. I would much rather see it where it could be a, a TNG Romulan, TNG Klingon, TNG Ferengi, Herosian, um, and and probably other things that I'm just blanking on off the top of my head. I, for It has to be, it can only be considered an improvement just based off of, oh, I'm going to see only four things, and let's see which one I can counter this round. That's just lame and boring. 
You, you know what? I'm hoping we do see that. I'm hoping it's a wide open field. I mean, that's that to me is a sign the game is healthy, that that anything could get there. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's not just one deck running the table. You know, even Enterprise E took fourth place in uh, Worlds 2011. So anything's possible. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to come down to pairings or pure luck. Could be. Could be. Pairings could have something to do with it. The buys will uh, be a factor. Yeah. Ken obviously has a buy. <laughs> I'm sure he does. And everyone I'm sure else, he doesn't need it, but he hasn't. <laughs> right. There, there's a lot of people going, and just a lot of variety, uh, a lot of different players, a lot of good players. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. The, the The good money is the easy money is on on Ken, I guess. Right, but sure. I don't know. I, I hope I get the... surprised. I hope someone brings a janky deck. Oh well, okay. <laughs> Let, let me rephrase that. Yeah, let's rephrase that. <laughs> um, I guess what I mean to say is I hope, you know, I hope that one is in a state where that's not the case, where the jank prevails, where the, the broken deck comes and just slaughters everything. But if the right player comes and is prepared with something like that, they could take the day. Absolutely. And just sweep it from out of nowhere. Corbin, you expect to see any 12-space board decks? No. <laughs> I don't know. Is uh, Neil going to be there? No, Neil is not. But Matt Kirk will. <laughs> uh, Matt has been known to bring some weird things, but Matt also plays a little more casually. So, <laughs> But yeah, I, I, think I would not be surprised if at least one person brought it. I wouldn't either. Okay, Someone will try it. Or at least someone will try Borg. I don't know if it's 12 Space Borg, but someone will try Borg. Well, really, why wouldn't you play 12 Space Borg? Uh, Granted, I can't stand playing <laughs> Borg in 1E. I, I've never actually done it. But, I mean, conceptually speaking, okay, I have 12 possible locations for me to attempt. doesn't really matter. They're all the same. I I go ahead, I do my hardest particles, and then, you know, I get three missions, and I don't care. And I can adapt or pass practically anything, and granted, it's going to take a while to set up, but you have the mitigation of, okay, I don't have to, I may have to face one dilemma per mission. Gosh, that could be so sad. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of things as far as, granted, I don't like it, because in my head, it makes me sad, but it, that doesn't mean I can't see a reason why a Borg player wouldn't play twelve person twelve space Borg mm, yeah. at this point. Yeah, and oh. the, the the problems Borg have going for it is that, like you said, it does take a little while to set up, and sometimes that means their matches run to time, which they can't really afford to do. And no. uh, also, the speed solvers are just going to run right past them. Or, or are they? I mean, the, the 12 space don't have to be connected. You could, if you're playing alpha and you face that, you might see your space line get separated. All the more reason to play delta, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's another, uh, another, another pro for them. Yeah. And delta, delta decks are still pretty strong. Yep. They're huge. Well, no, oh, there's yeah. no, no question. They're still huge. Even with monument. And there's ways around that. Yep. Too many. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Besides, the obvious is just solve, uh, just solve a mission in the Alpha Quadrant, you mean? That's one way, yeah. <laughs> <Score the> <laughs> just get a whole bunch of really it. expensive missions. Exactly. It's not hard. Yeah, it's not hard to score 140 with three missions in the Delta Quadrant. It's not. So uh, yesterday I was playing uh, one of, I think it was Ken's builds. Uh, it's a Herogen deck against a friend of mine. And... I I easily scored 140 points, at least I think I did. Um, but the problem was he slowed me down really quickly. No, we, I, we went to time. That's what happened. He slowed me down with that janky dilemma that says if you've got dual affiliation personnel, they're all stopped for two turns. And that just <laughs> that ended it for two turns for me. So everyone wow. put that in your deck. 
please, one copy. Wow. Yeah. That that card was oh killed me. It does great right against Delta Quadrant, but Alpha Quadrant there aren't as many. Divided loyalties, right? Yeah. Divided loyalties. Yep. I have never seen that card played. It hurt. So. <laughs> Um, another thing I, I was going to say, and I, I was thinking specifically of Matt Kirk with this, but it, this also applies to myself and to Michael. Uh, there's also going to be the question of what, of who ends up playing uh, day two of 2E, and that, that may be a factor. If you make day two, you know, you may want to play that, and if you play that, you're not going to be playing in 1E. Yes, that's exactly going to be the case for me. If I make day two of 2E, I am not playing 1E, period. Yeah, and I'm the same way. If I make it into day two, I'm going for it. Mm-hmm. Yep, that makes sense. Yeah. Ken, I think Ken is more likely to stay with 1E. Maybe. Because, I mean, I could be wrong, but that's uh, that's a strong point. I think that's where he's going he's gonna to try to run the table. Yeah, and... I have a pretty good idea what uh, what Ken will is playing because generally speaking, at least from at least from Worlds last year, that everything he was playing for Tui was more just trying to get achievements. He wasn't really out to try and get, uh, you know. I mean, if he won, great, but he was more he was more likely to try and go for get achievements at least in Tui. One E, oh yeah, there's no question. I, I can't picture him not playing in One E. Period. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't but, see that happening. Yeah. We'll see how he does. Uh. So we'll uh, we'll take a look at at Tui. Like I said, Michael and I talked about it some. We just we talked more about what in the last episode we talked about what uh, decks did well at regionals, what decks didn't do so well, uh, what we might expect to see and um, you know, a little, little bit about the format, uh, how day one is different from day two. Uh, looks like uh, day two is actually going to be modified McIntyre, which I'm not really sure how that works. That means you like lose, you can lose twice. It depends on how well you did the, ter- the tournament before. Um, the way, the way it breaks down is the top four, I think, it's um, they whoever wins that one goes to like the third level, and whoever loses gets to play against people who who just qualified in from the from the lower parents before. Um, top four, you automatically get a basically you can you get a mulligan for the first round, but everyone else they have to they have to win out. Mm. Gotcha. So yeah, it's a little a little different, but it's still and it's not best two out of three. It's single matches, but it's still single match and to advance. It's not. Um, yeah. it, it can be a modified win. It doesn't have to be necessarily a hundred points. Absolutely, because they're not going by victory points to uh, advance you. Um. So now I'm going to the. Uh, list of people participating at Gen Con, uh, at, uh, in, uh, two E-Continentals, and this is, uh, a list, and there are a, wow, this is a much longer list, and there are a lot of very tough players in this list, and I, I honestly have no idea who my money would be on. Uh, I, I played in a little fantasy draft, but I don't, I, I honestly, this could, this could go anywhere. Um, I did put I did put your name in there though, Michael. Yeah, I, 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 I have, I'm, I I'm way too highly ranked for this. Uh, I I look at that. I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> there, there's no way. Um, no, I actually I think there's I think there's more than what's actually registered for it. Um, and that actually makes it kind of a more interesting, at least to me, as far as how this how this is going to. To come out, but I, I'm actually I'm pleased by how many people, without question. Um, there is a lot of people that are playing in it, and that is awesome. There are 29 showing as pre-registered, wow. and I'm sure it'll be I'm sure it'll be there'll be more that that aren't registered right now. 
but it is showing 29. That's amazing. Wow. Yep, and I know for a fact there are people that are not on that list that are going to be there. I can think of a couple, yeah. Was that yeah. more than last year? Um, let's see. I don't know how many there were last year. Hmm. I think it was in the low 30s. See, yeah, I'll, I'll bet it's high. Ask questions like this, and I have to know. So, <laughs> let's see. I just remember I was there. That was that was that was good. I scared people. <laughs> oh come on! I stood up. Oh yeah, people got scared. I got scared by the photo, but that's something you know. It's entirely day one had thirty people. Wow. Then we'll top that. I'll absolutely bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should top that. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Thirty people. They went to top eight on day two. Yep. Now Charlie says we're going to go to top sixteen. I don't know if that will hold or if that's going to depend on how many people are actually playing. Top sixteen to day two. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Which means, eh? that's like if if we have about thirty people, thirty five people, it's like top half. So eh? chances yep. are good. Yeah, just to stick it out and play well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bring your two mission win speed solver. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I th- think you can do just as fast as three as you can with two. So, given that Relativity had the most victory points in the regional season, would that not be a smart move for uh, day one? Um. This is the one I actually have not played yet, which despite Amber's insistence that I should play it at some point. Um, I'll second that. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, here's the thing. Relativity does a lot, has a number of of things really well. It doesn't have a headquarters, which is Mm -hmm. awesome. Um, It's courage proof. And, (laughs) (laughs) and it generally speaking, it doesn't really matter if you die. You come back which is really annoying for certain dilemma piles on mine. So, you, I mean, there's a, there's a good things about it. The problem is it takes a long time to staff that ship, and you can easily get these staff so you can't fly anywhere. It's hard to repair this damn thing mm-hmm. sometimes. And, I mean, so, I mean, there's it's not like it's, gone, it's automatically god or anything like that i can address all three of those concerns oh i know you can't oh okay so i I, i'll just refrain from doing it but you know all three of those concerns i think are uh less than i have a fourth concern what do they do about greasy ducat Nah, they get effed (laughs) they just faster than that there's well there's the the interrupt right the new one uh that lets you take a guy from a headquarters and pop him into a mission attempt. So yes. Yeah. There's that. I've never seen a relativity deck play that though. If you can keep a copy of temple transporters in your hand and pray that they don't, uh, you, you can, you can use, uh, Oh, nothing happened to get around, uh, wish, uh, the, um, uh, losing it today. The one they discard your hand. If you lose the mission attempt, um, dreamer dreamer. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's the thing, right? Greasy Ducat plus Dreamer equals, uh, like, bad times for Relativity. Those those are the two cards that really worry me when I play Relativity. That yeah, and Moral Choice. So. Yeah, more, I was going to say, where's Moral Choice in there? Because yeah, yeah. That, that, that makes you have a bad time. I usually hit one Greasy Ducat or, or, or Dreamer, and, but never both. So maybe that's the key to keeping them away. Play with but, both and make me angry or just be a real douche and say oh i'm gonna play uh, standard orbit on their opening turn and now you can't count down the ship unless it's in the top of your 10 cards of your deck yeah that that has hurt me it's happened to me once i lost one turn for that i think standard orbit could have an impact uh it's i know it's being played a lot in europe and uh that that could start to spread over here 
Well, yeah, um, I mean, you can. You're basically taking the all, most most of the European decks are larger decks to begin with, so they rely a lot on downloading things. So if you can prevent them from downloading stuff, then yeah, they're gonna have a bad time. Um, but but you're right. I, I absolutely think relativity can be a factor. It did win one regional, uh, and I think it had. My math might be off, but I think it had the most second place finishes. Yeah, uh, so you know, if it didn't, just it was up there. Two, this might be your ticket. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it, it's it's uh, it's it's a fast uh, it's a fast affiliation uh, to get set up, and uh, yeah, it's you know it, it's. A lot easier to use than I thought it would be, having run it a few times. Yeah, um, absolutely. Because uh, I, I, I thought it was going to be like, re, like I'd have to bring this 80-card pile with me. It's going to be really event-heavy, and, and you don't have to play it that way. You can play a really thin version with just the crew you need, get them aboard quickly, and just get rolling. There it is. Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't have to go crazy uh, digging for plays of thing, digging for other other personnel out of out of time personnel i mean you know you're going to run your chakotay you're going to run your kirk but outside of that there's not a whole lot you're going to need yeah and at least with kirk you don't even have to keep him around he's like okay well he showed up he's a guest star he shows up he does his thing he leaves that's the whole point that's all you're gonna do anyway yeah yep exactly and uh for that reason like you can run um you can run original thinker or you could run living legend and at least that one, not as powerful, but you can get him back. You know, you were going to kill him anyway. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, decent options there. Um, Klingons, of course, very popular. Klingons won the most regionals uh, with a couple different styles. The Guidance of the Council is a, is a thing. Um, the Riker Sword deck... Is, is a powerful option. So could see a lot of Klingons. They have a lot of, uh, their, their missions are very easy. They have a lot of skill cheating. And stop prevention. That's, yep. that's a lot of, I've noticed a lot of, as far as dilemma piles lately, where they are more interested in stopping. And if you have Gowron and Relentless, I, I don't feel like I want to stop right now. Mm-hmm. Bingo. That, that's where it's at. And then that, uh, I'm on the same line was the Matt Kirk deck that the Deep Space Nine all uh, unstop crew or whatever it was. Yeah, not to yeah, say the, the unstoppables. Good. Yeah, yeah. So That's, unstopping is is a big part of Tui right now. That has yes. done really well this se- this season. Yeah. Um. Plus, they've got a DS Nine's got a very powerful weapon in holding cell. Yes. Yes, they do. But if you look at the victory points from uh, regionals, you know, Relativity was one, Klingon's number two, Maquis was number three. Deep Space yes. Nine was number nine. Yes, Michael. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just am glad I didn't have to face you at the regionals. Oh, you would have had a good time. You always I, had a good time playing against me. Yeah. yeah sure. I, I have so far, <laughs> I've never played against a Maquis deck in all of my 2E history. I have a feeling that will change in the next week. <laughs> Yes. I, I can't imagine you not being able to go either day one and or day two without seeing Maki. Right. 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 Like you said, like you said, though, I think Maki will be a little more likely to appear in day two. Uh, by the way, do you think we'll see any dual HQ shenanigans? Not in day two. No. Day one, I wouldn't I would not be surprised. It would not surprise me at all. Um, but day two. I, there's no even chance. with the uh, even with the new cards in matter of time. You, you yep, think? even with the new cards, because uh, really the only one that people use is provoke interstellar incident or whatever that's called. Um, and you lose. I haven't a seen turn. anybody throw in a random Odo. Yeah, uh, you because you you won't you. I mean, unless you're having a deck that is designed to go around one or some of those in there, like if you. I don't know, right of emergence deck and you want Yedrin in your deck or something like that. Or if you're going for a, a 
I don't know, an origin of species deck where you need a lot of different uh, races, then, yeah, I can see a lot of the two dual headquarter people in there. But other than the, the mission, which is generally speaking enough for most for most tournaments, I would not be surprised if I didn't see at least one or more dual HQ decks. I completely agree. Yeah, they could, they could, uh, they could certainly turn up. Um, I don't know enough about them to know which kind of dual H, which kind of HQs will will pair up. Didn't a dual HQ deck win Worlds last year or win Gen Con? Um, it was like Maki and something. Gen yeah. Con last year was won by Maki. I think it was a pair. Um, I may be thinking about Worlds. Um, I don't know. I get my big tournaments mixed up. Because <laughs> Neil won. Because Neil uh, won. Yeah, Gen you're Con right. Gen Con was, was won by Maki. Yep. Yeah, because okay. he beat my my sad Bajorans twice royally. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, Worlds. Worlds was Maki and Bajorans. Yep. Okay. Or I don't know. It was. It was. Uh, yeah, it was a. It was at least uh, Athos four and Bajor. I don't know what the ratio was of, of people in there. Um, let's see. I'm waiting for it to load on my screen. Let's Clark's see. Bajorans. There were six Bajorans total. Uh, Kira, Nila, Ranch, and Coral, and Winadami. Yeah. Winadami to rig the top of the deck. That has been eroded. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Winadami was eroded. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yep. Turn now. Yep. Because now yep. she's a little. So, so that is no longer a thing. Not but, as uh, strong, but yeah, there's, there's no reason why you couldn't pick this deck up and play it. Yeah. Certainly. Certainly. Maki are still, I mean, they're still tough, of course. They're still getting there. Michael, mm-hmm. you, you, want to, you want to reason with yours, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, <laughs> not fluky. Anything Michael. else you think might be uh, might be strong might uh, might sneak in? Uh, let's see here. Um, let's see. I go through my list. Delphic Delphic Starfleet. Oh yeah. Um, Definitely Cardass- day one. Oh, without question. Y- yeah. You puke people out and. You you solve missions and oh you can't but you can't stop Lorian because Lorian says ah screw you I'm just gonna stop unstop everyone else mm-hmm. or yeah. it's Karen Archer and make everyone plus two so that's a good thing um, Cardassians you have I I really do think that Cardassian capture would work um, for a day one um, possibly day two. Um, Cadets, even though no one seems to talk about them enough, I will fully admit that you can pull off and get into day two without problem fast, with, yeah. with cadets simply because they are so fast. TOS, the like, which I believe is like one of the few affiliations that didn't win a regional, um, that would certainly can certainly get into day two again with speed, but also you don't have to rely on cheap people. Um, and or you can get the people that are cheap to begin with, even though they're printed much higher to pull things off, like a legendary civilization. Um, pretty much the only affiliations that I don't expect to make it would be Taraknor. The Taraknor, I think, is the only one that I would not be surprised to not to see in day two. And I'm yes, I am including non-aligned. I am including Bajorans. I'm oh, including everyone in day two, or make it two day two. Make it two day two. I okay. I don't think Taraknor will. Just uh, not diverse enough. It's if you okay. I play Swashbuckler. You bye bye Rolling Council. They, yeah. they they go away. You don't get your thirty points. Um, so okay, you might solve the mission, but now you have to solve. It, you have to try it again. And it's slow. They have, they get smashed by most every space dilemma. Uh, gone to where no one has gone before. Uh, Chikovsky, you you name it. They're they suck against dilemmas. They don't have to do as many because there's, they can get away with two missions. But 
they suck against the llamas. Yeah, period. Skill, and especially this, those those partic- in particular, their their skill selection for for space dilemmas is just terrible. Yes, they are. It's horrid, and it, it makes it makes you have a bad time. And yeah. a lot of it's not really so much the draw decks that's going to make the difference between what place you are. It's going to be your dilemma play without question. I don't care how fast your deck is if you can't if your dilemmas do nothing. It's they can just walk through a mission and. You can't afford that. Definitely. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, the dilemma pile is going to have a lot to do with uh, who is faster. You know, as, as quickly as you can get people out. If what exactly? If your dilemmas don't work, they're going to. You know, they'll take. They may take an extra turn or two to get their people out, but if they walk right through your your dilemmas, they're going to solve faster. Mm-hmm. So you, you were talking about cadets. I'm wondering if Loaded for Bear is still a thing. Does anyone care about Loaded for Bear anymore? I can't see you know, why I would. Okay. I think Loaded for Bear was a card that didn't need to be fixed. That's my opinion. <laughs> You're probably right. I tend to agree with that. You, I mean, you can still get five points. Maybe you fuel those outward costs in some way. I don't know. But now you have sense of obligation and um, preposterous plan. So, oh, I destroy your event. Oh, you get five points. I want to get five points, and I or play Guinan and get those five points. You, if you're worried about getting quick instant points, it's, you already have that. It's. I think it's more yeah. the whole. You don't have to do anything else except get six people in the play. So I spent five points. Oh, I'm now at a space mission. I'll just use them on field studies to. So I can make my space mission that much easier. Mm-hmm. And oh, I only need four people to solve my space mission anyway. So eh, who cares? So and then I think a lot of it was the uh, was the uh, okay. I solved a planet and a space, and so now I'm going to just sit here and stop everyone until I get to a hundred. Exactly. Yep. So I guess that's so another. I, I understand that, that, but too. I didn't see. I didn't actually see a lot of that happening. Yeah. Other stuff can be. It's more of. It, you can do it as a lockout variety as well. You can use um, parting thoughts. You can use uh, parting shot rather. You can use it for um, for endangered. You can use all these. Oh, you spent you know, you sold the mission. I will play hate on you, and just basically just lock you out in that fashion, all without actually having to do anything. Conceptually speaking, you just basically get people on the ship. You're puking them on there and. You can wait, because after all, they don't have to actually go anywhere. Or, if you do a dual headquarter method, okay, I will now spend get these five points and then spend them on things that might make you happy, like, oh, far CNIs, organized terrorist activities, all these bad things that cost five points for a reason, and you just gave them an easiest way ever to get five points. So... I can see why it was done. I just don't think... I think it could have been done much better than what it ended up being, because now no one uses it. Yeah, right. And that's... And cadets have suffered as well. They just... They're not playing them. The The Federation players are... They're, they're straying from Voyager, they're straying from cadets, and they're trying relativity. Mm-hmm. Now, how much of that... And, and I'll go to Corbin on this because I know I know Corbin has has really worked hard at trying to break relativity since it came out. I know you talk about it a lot. How much of it do you think is is like the novelty factor because it's the newest thing? Do you think that's going to persist? Relativity has staying power because it's good. Not and it, I argue it's great. Um, it, it was a novelty. That's why people started it. But then they realized, oh. It's good, and you know the points indicate it is so. Um, it just doesn't win tournaments, so I don't know why. I guess it just it loses one game, and that's so. People are going to keep toying with it because it's good and great, not broken. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think it's broken. I think it's it definitely. I think it, it needs. It still needs some tinkering, but. Yep. People yeah, will continue to take another like one dude 
some yeah. dude with like medical and some other things. Yes, yeah, so you better mention that person as medical because they yeah. still need yeah. two you medical through the entire. Okay, you get to pick two. You can have revised doctor or Beverly. Yeah. Make your pick. We need a future Bashir from the visitor. Yes, that'll do so, it. Something. <laughs> Oh, old decrepit Bashir walking around with a, with a walker. Oh, that was losing them both. That one. <laughs> or, or how about the doctor from the future, from the uh, revised people episode? The real doctor, not the revised doctor. The backup program doctor. Exactly. <laughs> Let's use him. Yeah. Uh, we can use the doctor and the revised doctor, so then you can get your interrupts too. There we go. Perfect. So that would be kind of cool, actually. Hey, Charlie, backup if you're listening, back on. Yes. <laughs> Pass that along. Um, What else we got going on? Tribbles. Woot. Triblets. Tribbles is just crazy. Do you think there's going to be any... uh, Do you you think uh, Tribbles is going to be somewhat random, or do you think it's going to go to somebody that, uh, that really worked hard to to uh, tech out a good deck. I hope it's random. I really do. I, I don't want to sit, I wouldn't want to be at a table and have the same, you know, see, oh, I have, I'm sitting against three people that do want to do nothing but battle. That would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> or worse. Get... Right... I'm sorry. Uh, oh, I was... No worries. It went to the right person last year. It went to Eric Beach, and he's part of my play group, you know, and he's a good friend of mine, but uh, he brought the deck that countered all the nasty stuff, and uh, he won for it. So it was like anti-utilize, anti-battle. I can't remember exactly, but uh, it, it, it was the right thing for the right time. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's, I don't think the environment's like that anymore. Uh, utilize has seen a little bit of a drop off, at least here. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Michael and say random, probably. It's uh, it's always interesting when when metas merge, because, like, I, I have uh, I have two metas that that I have to focus on when I'm building my triples decks. I have my local meta and then there's the online meta when we play our Wednesday night games and they sort of have it's it's pretty much the same guys every time. And so it's almost like my second group. Uh, so, uh, you know. Locally, I have I have a lot of I have uh, a couple of battle players that like to do that, and I you know um, poison is popular here. Um, online, there's always a discard player. I've got to have toxins because there's always a discard player, and there's always somebody that's gonna. Um, uh, um, well, poison poison is big too online. I think that's big any, anywhere. Uh, you want to have decks that that can score you points. And it's not always about about trying to go out. I, I, I've seen a lot of that. Um, so when all these different, you know, everyone has their own their own way they build and stuff that they that they prepare for. But and when all these different groups converge in one place, it's just going to be crazy, wacky. Who knows? You know. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's not. It's not as much strategy as a one e or a two e tournament, but there's still going to be some. So I think it's more of a reactionary strategy rather than a pre-planned um, one that you would have for one for more so for one e, but even for two e and triples, um, you have to react to what's what's at your table. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I think. It's it's one of those it's one of those types of tournaments where you could bring a deck that's that's going to be powerful, but against the wrong group of players, it's it's it might not. And uh, you know, and even if it is, you know, some wacky thing could happen and shut you out. Right. There is always a bit of a luck factor to it, and uh, and yeah, anything can happen in triples. Yeah, I, I still, I, I don't know if, I, I said this in my last podcast, uh, that I think Tribbles isn't escalating, which is good. You uh, you look at the latest set, and there's some fun cards in there, but it's not, those cards aren't mandatory. You don't have to play with them to mm-hmm. keep up and play the game. 
there are definitely cards from the first two expansions that I think are copy and toxin and stuff like that. You know, sure. those things are important. Freeze, whatever. Uh, but triples isn't escalating. You can still get away with the go rescue deck and uh, maybe couple, throw a couple utilizes in. You'll still have a good time. You may even win a tournament. So there's, yeah. Reactionary, though, I think that's where the money's at. If you really want to play well, be prepared for whatever. Um, I don't think battle's where it's at. I think you just got to score a lot of points. And, uh, yeah, going out isn't isn't everything anymore. It's not all about going out. Yeah. Um, I'm... Uh, it, 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 it's too bad that uh, you're not going to make this event because uh, I'm going to miss you at the cool tournament. <laughs> That's the best part of Gen Con. That truly is. Uh, I think I I looked at some of the cool tournament decks last year, and I think yours was my favorite, or was at least my favorite concept. Thank you. I don't know how well it worked in practice. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I killed Wesley ten times, so that's what that's what counted. And really, it's you could have killed him more. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you bringing a cool deck? I don't even know what a definition of a cool deck is anymore in one e. I uh, yeah. am probably not because I don't think I'm going to have time to build one. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm volunteering and I'll be uh, running that event. I don't know. Uh, I guess uh, I was told that last year Ken ran the event and he he did play in it, but it was like yes. something silly, like he just grabbed some random deck. So I don't know, maybe. I, I yeah, I haven't decided. Like if I have time to build something, maybe I'll build something. I had a couple of ideas kicking around, but uh, it's it's not something I'm going to focus on. But I am excited to see what people do bring. Yes, the the opportunity that you get when you get to play one e open just completely changes everything. You go and open scares the hell out of me, dude. As it should. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, I've the, I think my top five favorite cool decks are you know Jeremy Commander had one where you score a bunch of points or he he doesn't take a turn at all and you he helps you out. He's the coolest opponent in the world. Uh, there's the one there's the one that replicated the 2009 star trek movie by putting a black hole at vulcan awesome nice um uh, one more was uh not you know those uh, that's all i can think of right now but those those were you know i think that's where it's at you know you either bring something that is just ridiculously hilarious you exploit game gameplay problems in one e that don't necessarily anger your opponent. They just make for a unique situation. Yeah. Because uh, Franklin once brought one that made your opponent lose infinite points. And that's not fun. It's it's cool, right? You can do that. And that's kind of interesting. But it's not fun. And then it's like you, you're you're giving a player an NPE. And I don't think that's that interesting. So, yeah. yeah. So. Out of curiosity, I know that uh, it does not – the cool tournament, I know that it does not count as a sanctioned event – as far as your rating, uh, does it count for achievements? Does anybody know? I have the foggiest clue. <laughs> uh, I, I think it actually, I think it's hurt my rating actually in the past. Really? I, I think, I mean, it's I not supposed so. to, but yeah, it's, it's a sanctioned format. It's not, I don't know. Uh, you might be able to get achievements for it. Mm -hmm. I guess I can check. I might if because I if it gives me the one that says I play in an open tournament, then yeah, I, I might I just might have a deck to create for it. I have no idea what the hell I create, but that's a good that's a point. good point. If I get that, like I, I wouldn't play in a straight open constructed tournament. No, but, but playing a fun constructed open tournament. Sure, exactly. You play straight open, you're gonna cry. So. Maybe I'll just try to get as many achievements as I can, and that'll be my deck. Like I'll I'll throw in a I'll throw in a Vaughn Armstrong, I'll throw in a a Jeffrey Combs, I'll throw in a guy with Garamba, and <laughs> yes, you should do that. So like all I'm my sorry, it is. 
it is unrated. I, I apologize. It is unrated. Um, but you might still get achievements. I guess I gotta find it. You have to ask uh, Dan, or I guess Rogue not, Rogue's Rogue. not going, but Dan will know. Right. Well, I can always message Rogue since uh, I've got a little time here before I uh, before we head up. <laughs> since he's the achievement dude. Um. Any other, uh, Mike? Any uh, any side events you're looking forward to uh, that you're going to be able to make it? Um, I, know, I know you're not playing anything besides Trek, but are you? Are there any? Uh, Trek, any specific Trek side events you're going to want to do? I I always want to try to play in two turns at the same time, but <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. I I know that I could do it. I know physically I could do it. Mentally, it would be crazy as hell just to try and keep track of, of skill tracking for, for Tui, because one day I don't bother. But I, I want to be able to do that. That is something I've, no, I've never been able to actually pull off before, but I want to do it sometime. Well, having, I, uh, having never... none of my games would go to time, I swear. <laughs> having never been to Gen Con, um, everything's pretty much in the, like all the Trek games are pretty much in the same room, right? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're all in the, the, the gaming hall, and we usually end up getting um, a series of tables, so they're all next to each other. So yeah. theoretically speaking, if we could have it so that I'm on the end of these t- of these long tables, I could actually go back and forth between the tables and play. <laughs> but I, I have to get a lot to do it. Um, I, I used to um, a long time ago, <laughs> and I suck at chess because okay. that requires logic, and I don't play logically. So that doesn't. I never did that well at it. Okay. Um, I sort of improvised every game I played. Um, but for for Trek, I could totally do it. I know I can. See, that was my worry. Is uh, yeah, if everything's right next to each other, that's great. I was like, I'm looking at the schedule, and there's an event at two, and an event at six, and an event at ten. I'm like, wow, I hope I can make it from the six o'clock one to the ten o'clock one, but if it's right there, yeah. I'm going to be like if running, you can across, walk the, ten running steps, across the building or anything. You're going to be fine. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Uh, like I said, I'm volunteering in a couple of events. Um, most of the ones I'm volunteering for are 1E. I'm running uh, the revised tournament on Thursday, and that's one I have no idea what I would build for, so I may not be playing in it. Um, the DMs! Oregon theft. But the problem is, you have a freaking shape shift inhibitor. It makes me sad. Yeah. You you got to build a deck for that. Oh, revise is a great uh, format. Yeah, People it's a great it. format for awesome. you to get clobbered in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Corbin. So then, what would you pl- so you would play Vidians in revised tournament? Correct. I think I w- I think I would do Vidians mixed with Starfleet. What? What? <laughs> My Seriously. head hurts now. <laughs> okay, you gotta they don't get that the, They don't have the treaty anymore. Uh, that's been around. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> I can't do that anymore. That's what I was going to do. The yeah, ban list you, is gone. Is 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 out of revised, but the errata uh, still holds. So you can't treaty them with somebody. Right. No, I, I wouldn't do that. I would do. Uh, I might do Starfleet. Mix them with VCM. I don't know. Hmm. Something like that. See if I can do something uh, broken with downloading. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If I built anything for that, I, I'm sure I would get clobbered in it. But again, it's an achievement I don't have, so maybe playing in a revised. Uh, I do it. Running. I just like it so I'd be able to use my war councils, all twenty of them I have. Yes, yes. <laughs> war council. Well, you're limited to four, right? Yeah, but I can yeah. see one. <laughs> right, right. That's right. I've never played War Council. That that would that would actually be fun. So yeah, there we go. Vidians, War Council, Organ yeah. Theft. There it is. That's your deck. Build it and bring it. I'm on it. I'm on it. Okay. I, I just got an idea. I'm not gonna say anything, but I just got an idea. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm running. Uh, let's see. I'm also running uh, a block sealed one e block sealed, which. Mm. I run that locally, so I, I kind of have the concept for that already. Uh, you know, that, that's going to come down to what cards you get, and but that's one I'll definitely uh, play in. I'll play in any sealed. Yeah. You know, yep. I'd, I'd like to do infinite diversity, but I think it overlaps with something this year, and I'm not going to be able to. 
Um, the first Stanford um, University is, op- is opposite the revised tournament. That's why. Yeah, that's why I can't can't make that one. Um, Tui Sealed I'm going to play in. I think I may be running that one as well. Um, now, is that actual real solid cards, or or is it going to be like an adversity sealed? Because it I didn't say. I think it's going to be a mix of physical and virtual. I'm not certain yet how that's going to work. Uh, so, join us for this traditional sealed deck event and learn how to play for final for the challenge. So, it, it was traditional. It can't have virtual. Therefore, it's physical cards. Yes! That's how we go. I like opening real cards. There, I, I'm sure. I know there. I know there will be some real cards. I don't know what the pool is. Oh, that's uh, fine. I don't care. I just like real cards. I like to open packs. Um, and then uh, I'm gonna play in at least one OTSD. All right. Just you know, you, the best you have a jam-packed weekend. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be loaded up. I'm gonna be loaded for bear. After four days of this, <laughs> bring an extra suitcase for all the yeah. stuff you're gonna get. Or you can do what yeah. the Hoskins do: just get a bunch of clothes that you don't mind not caring about, leave it at the hotel, and then take it back to your your suitcase full of the stuff you actually do care about. It's a great system; it works for them. There you oh go. no, that's awesome. I'm at at the moment. I'm I'm wondering if I'm going to have room for clothes with all the decks I've got to bring. <laughs> Well, you get one carry-on and one, one bag. One personal item. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Make it count. Or, uh, we have this thing called a van where we just put it in the back, and it's great. Of course, I'm not allowed to bring every single car like I used to. <laughs> I'm I kidding. tried that I, once, too, actually. It's, it's easy, and it all fits in my carry-on. I brought all. I organized it. I made it small. I put them in plastic in plastic binders. It was great. Wow. But the the security people look at you very oddly, and you have to go through extra security every time. <laughs> but if you get that, it's, so it's got to get pretty heavy, Michael. Oh, that's because I'm a man. I'm a manly man. I'm a man. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't pull that off with a straight face either. But I don't have a video camera, so you can't see my face. Ha! <laughs> wow. Awesome. <laughs> well, uh, Michael, I, I'm I'm looking forward to meeting you there. Uh, again, I, I I talk about this a lot, but the uh, what I'm most looking forward to about Gen Con is is getting to meet everybody. So, and uh, it's the best part. Yeah. Question. Yeah, because this will be the first time that I've left the state for a tournament. So, hopefully, not the last time. <laughs> It's fun. I mean, I've played in Florida, so you can come to Indiana. There we go. So I have to come out to Florida now. I really wanted to meet you. I'm sorry I can't. You you should. Yeah. Well, a fun you know, play group there's out. always here. Uh, yes. Gen, yeah, yeah. Gen Con might happen next year. This, you know, I'll, you know, with it being Worlds, I'm definitely going to try for it. Uh, but yeah, if you ever get the chance to come down to Florida, you know. Uh, a lot of a lot of groups say the same thing. You know, we'll find a place to put you up. You know, thank you for the invitation. Wouldn't be an issue. We'd love to have you. Thank you. And I'll give you my uh, eighth different region once after world. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, Did you want to talk about general going to cons instructions and tips? That's probably a good idea. That was like the last thing on okay, my list. Is, uh, well. Yes, how to prepare for a con and how to uh, survive a con. First rule, you're not going to sleep. <laughs> Second rule, when you do sleep, take a full advantage of those those minimal three hours. <laughs> Good advice. I unfortunately am not someone that falls asleep easily, so I am going to be a very uh, cranky person. <laughs> There's always heavy objects to whack upside the head. That'll lock you up for a good few hours. It works. Don't ask me how I know this, but it just does. <laughs> I don't um, like energy drinks either. I'll be drinking a lot of uh, Diet Coke. Good idea. All right. Uh, sugar sugar drinks makes you more dehydrated, and dehydration is the evil. Um, yeah. Also, if you're really sensitive to bright lights, um, keep that in mind because the gaming hall is very bright. 
Um, so if you have like sunglasses or something like that and, and try not to just look cool, you there's that can also help or just to close your eyes for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Drink a lot. Bring water. Just there's hard to yes. find on the floor at a good price. So bring water if you can. Yeah. Yeah. Get it outside. the Yeah. Outside. The or and, or and even empty down. bottles. And because yeah. there are drinking fountains, there are drinking they're fountains. sparsely found, but you can fill those up or you know nothing that's not a bad idea also snacks snackage is is awesome if you can mm-hmm. um, as long as you can bring it with you then generally speaking you're kind of fine yeah because you're you're there all day you may not have time to eat <laughs> you may have yeah to- and otherwise and if you do Step you have out. to eat at the pay you know con prices or you can be awesome yeah. like me who actually go do the mall by foot and then come back in time because my game is done really quickly, win or lose, it's good. It's a good system, Second especially day. for day for day one, for day um, one days where you are take forever because at least one game goes beyond time. So you have the theoretically, if you're fast enough, you can run through these swamps of people and yeah, or just get me to do it for you. I'll be more than happy to grab your food. <laughs> I was just saying, go go around and uh, go around and uh, check in with people. Hey, I'm I'm running somewhere. Uh, anybody want anything? And just <laughs> yeah, it all at once. Exactly. That's why you bring a backpack. Yeah. Yeah. There is a mall nearby, like Mike said. Go there. Better food. Take advantage of your take advantage of uh, whatever buys you may have. That's an extra hour that you have to uh, yes. prepare yourself and nap. Go get food. <laughs> go get a drink. And that. Um, so last year I was a little disappointed. Hills is, you know, Hills is my favorite online realtor. They real re, retailer, excuse me. Um, yeah. And they're they'll be there, but they charge prices higher than on their website. So uh, I, I once heard that you can haggle with them. So if you're really wanting to get that box of AU for eight bucks, uh, don't hesitate to try to haggle with them. Yeah, you know they're they're. Prices are online are fantastic, uh, but their shipping is exorbitant. And although it's if you buy in bulk, if you buy a lot at once, it's not bad because like I'll it'll be something like twelve bucks for one box and then sixteen bucks for six boxes. Right. So you know when you order from them online, you gotta you, you gotta order a lot at once. But otherwise, they're not bad. And yeah, they're they're one of my favorites too. And almost all of my product has been bought through them. I've done a little bit of eBay, and there's like one or two other places I check out. But but uh, yeah, if they're, if they're going to be there, that's great too. Yeah. Yep. There's usually about two to four different places that have Star Trek cards of some kind there. Um, and the nice thing is the gaming hall is right next to the mm-hmm. to the um, the the shopping part of it. I don't know what exactly it's exhibit hall. Um, so you can actually go over there and hopefully find a, a good uh, deal. Like for example, last year we got um, what was it? Two boxes of Captain's Log. You got at least one. Yeah, yeah, and they were fifty bucks a piece. Nice. No one yeah. likes you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's a great buy. That is a good price. Yeah. Um. I, I would probably suggest too for people that if they have room, bring your trade binder, bring your, uh, you know, bring your extra foils or your extra rares. And, uh, you know, you're going to be in a room with dozens of other Trek players. So swap out, you know, take, take advantage of the time between rounds and, uh, you know, maybe you can make some swaps and grab some of those, uh, hard to find rares that you need or, and make a list of them, so then you know which ones you're looking for. There's nothing yes. worse than trying to go to to, for, to trade for something and realize, oh wait, I already have seven of these. Yeah. Damn it! <laughs> yep. And avoid else? magic players at all costs. Yes. <laughs> oh, and on Thursday, you're you're gonna have to get used to at least some yelling. What uh, what are you talking about? Um, Legends of the Five Rings. They do. They're they're part of the convention. Anyway, they they yell really really loudly on Thursday. They yell bonsai, and then someone else yells something, and then all I can hear is bonsai. So 
you, you'll have to get, you have to get used to that and or not it's kind of it's kind of weird to watch uh, people who have never been there before hear this loud chant of you know hundreds of people at once yelling you know words that they don't even know what they mean it's fun doesn't that scare the magic players no they, they, <laughs> they, look up and they don't do that i got that i got that <laughs> I love that story. <laughs> uh, it's so funny. Uh, all right. Well, uh, are, are we about out of advice? And intelligence. Intelligence. Yes. Yeah. I have no intelligence. I it's just make it up as I go along and it sounds cool. <laughs> all right. Well, I, I think we'll, uh, we'll bring it to a close. Uh, Corbin, thanks for uh, thanks for being here uh, again. Sorry, we won't see you this year, but uh, maybe next year. Next year, always good to talk to you. All right, and Michael, look forward to meeting you. Yep, we'll see you on Wednesday. All right, so uh, uh, for Michael and Corbin, this is Daniel Madison ending transmission. of CBS Paramount Studios, which has no affiliation with this podcast or trekcc.org. This podcast is for nonprofit use only. Special thanks to Hot Fiction for their theme song, Started Off, as well as additional music used during the show. Look them up at hotfiction.co.uk. Thanks also to Corbin Johnson for production assistance. For questions or comments, send a message to OK Coyote on the TrekCC forums. Until next time, this is Allison Cagle signing off for Assimilate This.